0: Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt, to side hustles, to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. This is huge for investing, investing for dividends. How does it work, and where can you start doing this? That is our show for today. Welcome. So glad you're here. All right, so dividend investing is one of the best ways to grow your wealth and your portfolio over time. Dividends are amazing for a few reasons. They provide you with solid income for owning an asset, they compound over time, increasing your return, and dividend-paying companies are typically stalwarts in their industries. I'm sure there's a whole lot more than that, but let's go ahead and look at investing for dividends a little bit more in depth. First of all, what is a dividend anyway, and why does it matter? Dividends are profits paid to shareholders of a specific company. A lot of companies reward their shareholders through dividends. The board of directors of the company can elect to pay a certain amount per share per period, and many companies pay dividends in standard periods of time, like quarterly or annually. So for example, a company could pay a dividend of $1 per share per year. If you owned 500 shares, you would receive a check for 500 bucks per year. That's a great incentive to invest in dividend-paying companies. You're essentially being paid to own a good company. What's not to like about that, hmm? But that's just the start of it. One of the many perks of dividends is that you can typically elect to reinvest your dividends, which means you buy more shares of the company with the dividends. This, in turn, allows for bigger dividends and the power of compounding. This shouldn't be ignored. It's been calculated that dividends have accounted for 44% of the total stock market return for the last 80 years. That means if you didn't reinvest your dividends, you would suddenly see an 8% annual return reduced to 5.5% annual return. That hurts over the long run, for sure. Okay, now let's talk about finding dividend-paying stocks. There are really a a lot of ways to find dividend-paying stocks to invest in. Many of our best investing blogs actually focus on finding these stocks, and you can see those blogs for yourself at thecollegeinvestor.com. The most common way to find these stocks is just by screening for stocks. I've walked you through using a stock screener in the past, so if you're not familiar, you can check out my video on that. Just search for it at thecollegeinvestor.com. You'll find it. But the next most common way is to invest in dividend-paying stocks would be via mutual funds and ETFs. There's a very popular ETF that's called the iShares Select Dividend ETF, or DVY. This fund holds the top dividend-paying stocks from the S&P 500, so it pays a great dividend itself. As you work to build the perfect portfolio allocation, look to include a fund or ETF like DVY in your portfolio. It's amazing. Okay. Now, with all the great things we've just said, let's take a look at the problems with investing for dividends. It's important to remember that investing for dividends isn't always straightforward, and you should just chase the highest dividend-paying stocks. There are some times when dividends just don't matter at all, and they could paint a false picture of the company. Some unscrupulous companies pay out extraordinarily high dividends ahead of bad events simply to give investors and owners a payday before the company goes under. Mm. But like any investment, it's important that you do your homework and research on the company before you invest dividends or not. And it's also important to ask yourself why this company is paying a dividend. Usually this means the company has so much extra money it doesn't know what to do with, so it's giving it back to you, the owners. Sometimes this is a good thing, other times it could spell trouble for future growth. Like why aren't they investing in the next big thing? Tax implications. There are some tax implications for dividend investing depending on how you hold your dividend-paying stocks. If you're investing in a retirement vehicle, of course a 401k or IRA, or inside of an HSA, you don't have to worry about taxes at all when it comes to your dividends. However, if you're investing in a taxable account, you're going to have to pay taxes on your dividends, even if you reinvest them. Remember, a reinvestment transaction is simply receiving the dividends and and buying, rather, new shares of stock. As such, make sure you're able to pay the taxes. There are two tax treatments for dividends, ordinary and qualified. With ordinary dividends, you pay taxes on your dividend as ordinary income, of course. You can check your tax bracket to see what the, the tax rate might be. Qualified dividends get better tax treatment. According to the IRS, A dividend is qualified if you have held the stock for more than 60 days during the 121-day period that begins 60 days before the X dividend date. So basically, if you've held the stock for more than six months prior to the dividend X date. If you have qualified dividends, your dividends are treated at the capital gains tax rate. There are three capital gains tax rates, and you'll notice that it does vary based on how you file. So let's check out individual income tax bracket for a single filer. Zero to 44,000 and change, you have a 0% qualified dividend tax rate. 44,626, all the way up to (laughs) $492,300. 15%, and then anything above that 492,301 mark, 20% for qualified dividend tax rate. If you're married filing jointly, just pretty much multiply by two, and that's right around what it is. Best Places to Invest in Dividends Depending on your strategy, there are a few places to invest in dividends that make a lot of sense. All of these options are on our list of the best online stockbrokers. If you're investing in dividends via low-cost mutual funds and ETFs, you should consider Vanguard or Fidelity. They offer some of the best low-cost index funds, and they also allow you to reinvest your dividends on these funds. If you're going the route of owning individual dividends-paying stocks, we strongly recommend M1 finance. Now the reason is that M1 allows you to invest for free. If you want to own a basket of dividend-paying stocks, you just set up your pie of stocks, and M1 handles the risk. the rest, I should say. And if you reinvest your dividends, they do handle rebalancing of your pie as well. And here are some final thoughts as we wrap up for today. So investing in dividends is a smart strategy for long-term wealth. However, isn't there always a however? <laughs> Make sure that you understand what a dividend is, why it matters, and how to best invest in them before you even get started. And if you want to find out more and more about dividend paying stocks, check it out at the collegeinvestor.com. Dive into this article plus many, many others. You can also follow us all over social media. We're everywhere. Just search for The College Investor and you'll find us. Thanks again for stopping by today, and we will talk to you again real soon.